welcome back to HodgePodge. I'm your host, Allison Klackowitz. Today's guest is Ray Marie Shuhai, the Director of Development of the Green Chair Project, which was founded in 2010 by real estate professionals in Raleigh, North Carolina. These individuals saw that many people hold on to furniture, knowing that someone else may need it. The founders dreamed of a dignified shopping experience for families who could not afford to purchase new items for their homes. Their vision came to life through partner agencies that identify families who have gained stable housing after homelessness or other crises, but lack the resources to furnish their home. Today, Green Chair is the only full furnishing provider in Wake County. Ray Marie will talk to us today about what is happening at Green Chair Project and how they are helping their community. Ray Marie holds many years of experience with marketing, fundraising, and stewarding relationships through her experience in the banking industry and retail. She is a graduate of Pace College and the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill. She served on the Board of Trustees at William Peace University Hillier Memorial Christian Church Council and at the Junior League of Raleigh. Ray Marie and I have a connection as we are natives of Beaufort County, North Carolina and are longtime family friends. I'm so thrilled to introduce her to you all today. Stay tuned for our inspiring conversation. Welcome to HodgePodge, Ray Marie. Hey, Allison, how are you? I'm doing good. I'm so thrilled to have you as a guest today. Oh, thank you. I am so honored. (laughs) Yes, yes. Um, I want to give a little background um, that you and I are personally connected. Our our families have known each other for a very long time. That is very true. Absolutely. At least least to the grandparent generation, you know, that our grandparents, well, my grandparents, and I guess it was, is it your great grand? Yeah, your grandparents as well. So, yes, yes. And um, out of the Aurora um, area in North Carolina, I believe. And then, um, because your mother, Miriam, did, did she grow up? In Aurora, yeah, she was. Yeah, she. They lived in Edward, which is on the way to Aurora between Blunt's Creek and Aurora. So she um, and your mom, um, I think, went to high school together. Maybe I think your mom's a little bit younger than Miriam. Mm -hmm. Um, But anyway, yep, they have been friends. It might have been her um, Julia Beth's sisters that were more um, your mom's age. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. So anyway, yes, and um, and then my aunt Penny Paul, yes, has, has been a very good friend of you, yours, and your mom's for for many years, mm-hmm. and many many years. Yes, was Penny, Penny was even in your wedding? Yes, she was. She was. <laughs> um, they lived down the street when I was um, in college. And so I was there, I was in college when Katie and Michael were born. And so that was my treat to come home and get to see um, those sweet babies. I used to play with them in the front yard and um, run around Washington Park with them. So yes, we have, we have been friends for a really long time. For a very long time. So that is, it's always fun to have someone that I have a familial 
connection with and and also someone to be inspired by because I've I've been watching your journey kind of via social media over the years and um, with Art Space and Raleigh and then you went on uh, to do uh, marketing with Main Street Collection. Um, a, a big retailer out of the Washington, North Carolina area. And now you're with the Green Chair Project in Raleigh. And um, sounds like so many wonderful things are happening at Green Chair Project. I'd never heard of them um, until uh, you joined them and it, it brought attention to that. And I was like, wow, what an amazing um project and, and organization and just was hoping that you could talk to us today about that and what inspired you to join uh, Green Chair, um, the Green Chair team. Absolutely. Uh, um, it, it's, it's just amazing as you look back when you get to be my age and you look back among your different careers that you have and, you know, different opportunities that you have, how everything kind of leads to something um, different that you take something from every organization you've been in and um, learn from it and roll to the next. And when the position at the Green Chair project um, became available, I was immediately interested. I have friends here that I've worked with in other organizations through the Junior League of Raleigh. And I was just, the more I talked to them, the more interested I became in the project. And, you know, it's amazing to to see what this organization has done in, in just 10 years. They're only 10 years old. And so um, that is probably kind of one of the most incredible things. You know, you look at nonprofits that are doing the work that we're doing and they've been around for, you know, 40 years, 60 years. And we're relatively the new kids on the block. Um, you know, when you look at us compared to other organizations, especially here in Wake County. But you know, the most inspiring thing about what Green Chair does is, you know, it's helping families that are moving from either um, disaster or crisis or homelessness. You know, we kind of help all three of those those um, areas. And, you know, it's kind of really hard to think about it. And, you know, the first couple of times somebody said it here, I was just like shocked. They were like, you know, we delivered a bed to a child who had never had a bed of his own. Yes. That is shocking. I it was looking at the, um, <laughs> excuse me. I was looking at some of the analytics that you had, had, had provided me. Mm-hmm. And it was saying that in 2019, a report with NC state, um, estimated that 6,300 children across Wake County were in need of beds. Yes. And those are the ones that, you know, we kind of know of, <laughs> right. you know, so that, that statistic alone um, is, is startling. You know, the fact that there's, you know, 38,000 households, you know, that without furniture, you know, um, there have been times this since COVID started, um, we kind of had to pivot what we were doing at, at, <laughs> right. at first, mm-hmm. at first we delivered, um, we would deliver furniture. We would deliver a whole household of furniture. You know, a client would come to us, a neighbor would come to us through an agency like, um, 
Alliance Ministry, a Wake County Public School System. Um, their social workers are, are one of our largest referring agencies. So we have like 80 referring, 80 to 90 agencies in Wake County that refer you know, families to us after they've helped them through the crisis or gotten them through their program, they come to us when they're ready for permanent housing. And so, you know, we could not go into a person's home and deliver furniture during that time, right at the very beginning. And so we're like, what do we do? Well, we had 250, between 200 and 250 names of children without beds. And we were like, okay, we have got to do something. We cannot let these children be in this crisis, be in a home without a bed of their own, you know, they're quarantined, they need this bed. And so we pivoted as quickly as we could. You know, I think we, we might have like sheltered at home for one week. We were like, okay, we're going to all, you know, and we tried working from home and we all did that, you know, um, as we could. And then we were like, okay, we can have seven people in, or we can have up to 10 people in this building. How do we do this? So we got our masks, we got our gloves, we got everything. And we came to work, you know, and mm-hmm. we were like, we've got to get these beds out to the kids. So um, we delivered, we started delivering those beds, I'll say like the end of March. And, um, you know, by the mid April, we had all 250 of those beds delivered. Wow. And what happened was when we started delivering um, the beds, you know, read and feed found out that we were delivering beds and, you know, our friends there were like, would you, could you take them some school supplies? We were like, Oh my God, yes, we would love to do that. And then interfaith food shuttle was like, well, if you're going, can you deliver, can you take them a frozen meal? We were like, absolutely. We can do that. And you know, as we started, as word started getting out that we were delivering these beds, you know, so many other organizations, you know, we went to a home and a mother did not have diapers for her child. Oh, gosh. And so yeah. our, our, you know, our, my friend Amy, who was, you will see her in all the pictures, she's out there delivering those beds every day. She kind of reports back to us and she's like, there's a family out there that does not have diapers. What can we do? And I was like, okay. So we rally the troops, we make some phone calls, and sure enough, the diaper train of North Carolina delivers. (laughs) They bring us pallets of diapers and hand sanitizers and um, feminine hygiene products. I mean, just things that you take for granted, you're like, yeah, they need need these things. And so we started delivering those. So we kind of have curated a, what we are now calling an essentials bundle. And it's food, it's cleaning supplies, it is, um, you know, these snacks and these school supplies, and it's, you know, perishable food and non-perishable food. And, you know, then we say to them, you know, when we're dropping this off, we're like, do you have a can opener to open these cans with? And if they say no, then, you know, they can't cook that food. So we have, um, you know, a bundle of kitchen supplies that we can give them. So... You know, it's just, um, you know, these are neighbors of ours. These are people in need. And so the fact that we have been able to serve through this crisis has been a godsend for me. Um, I I can't imagine, you know, being at home and not being able to do something, knowing that these people are out there. And our volunteers get really frustrated because they feel the same way um, because they haven't been able to come in and do that. So we have volunteers that are putting together these bundles for us. They are putting together, um, they're making masks, they're making, you know, pillows for them to have on their couches. So, you know, everybody is at Green Chair is still doing what they can to help these families. So it has been 
Um, it's been wonderful, I think, for us during this crisis to have some silver linings like this because, you know, the fact that we've been able to collaborate with other nonprofit agencies in this area and do things, you know, we had Note in the Pocket is, is a friend of ours, and um, I don't know if you're familiar with them, but they deliver clothing. They will take clothes, they take clothing to children at school in a brown bag. And so you don't know, the child doesn't know what, I mean, other children don't know, but it's for homeless children that don't have clean clothes every morning. Mm-hmm. And so they take them clothes every day. At, and what is week. the name of that? That is called Note in the Pocket. And is that just out of Wake County? That is in Wake, that is here in Wake yeah. County. Yeah, that is amazing. I'm sure we have some comparable things, but I, you know, I'm not exactly sure. Um, We have connections of Cumberland County. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of different other agencies uh, working toward homelessness, but that that's, I love the um, inclusivity, the, you know, working together as a community. I think we, most communities have been seeing this where we really have all tried to, lift each other up, partner, me, at least I can try to help get messages out into a community and and, um, information. But I've just loved how um, how people are working together. Because, Absolutely, and 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 in times of crisis, how how much we need this. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, and I know that's not something foreign to you because I know even me, with your mom's background um, in social work yep. um, and all of that, you were raised in a helping <laughs> community and family. Yes, and so you know that is a part of of who you are and 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 um I just think it's awesome yeah Um, go ahead um well I will say that you know the green chair project um during hurricane Florence we there there are counties that we do serve outside of Wake County for disaster um and that happened with hurricane Florence um the American Red Cross and the governor's office came to the Green Chair Project and said, you know, we need help um, desperately. We've got, you know, I, I don't know how many families at that time they had in, um, you know, FEMA trailers, but they were like, we've got to get them out of the trailers. And to this day, we are still serving. Um, there's 28 counties that were um, affected by Hurricane Florence, mm-hmm. and we are still delivering furniture once a week to these counties as they move out of FEMA trailers. So we have wow. done 545, 541 um, disaster families through American Red Cross. And um, I think it's Catholic Services is the agency that refers them to mm-hmm. us. But um, since 2018, um, and that's, I think it's like 28 counties um, wow. in Eastern North Carolina that we have served. Um, and so it is, it, you know, our, our primary program is here in Wake County, but we do cover the eastern part of the state for disaster right that was going to be my next question you know if it you know if you only served wake county or if you but obviously you have a huge reach and and that's even even more amazing do you partner with other counties um to to get furniture items or are the furniture items coming directly from, from your location? They are just coming from our location right now. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So we do not, 
um, you know, I think when I was not here when all of the hurricane started, but I know mm-hmm. that there was kind of a ramp up process. You know, they were like, you know, do we set up a part time shelter somewhere in Wilmington or somewhere, you know, mm-hmm. central eastern North Carolina to to house this furniture and, you know, deliver it from there. And it just um, it became once they kind of got in their rhythm, they got it down pat mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. they started once a week, you know just going down for the day. And, you know, um, our logistics coordinator um, is awesome. And she has this, you'll love it. She has this huge map of Eastern North Carolina. And when I I was on my first day, I walked in and, you know, she had pins all over, all over Eastern North Carolina. I was like, oh my gosh, you're my kind of girl. (laughs) So um, it was, it was amazing to, you know, because my heart is in, in Boca Mm -hmm. County and Eastern North Carolina. Mm -hmm. And, I, um, there are so many times that I look at what we're doing and say, you know, how can I replicate this, you know, and there, there, mm-hmm. how could we, mm-hmm. how could we help serve more, um, mm-hmm. you know, and there are, I know there are funders out there that want to fund Eastern North Carolina and want to, mm-hmm. um, want to do things down East. Um, our model is a little different in that we get so many, um, so many donations of furniture from, you know, because Wake County is so dense, you know, there's so many people here in Wake County that, you know, are moving and, you know, mm-hmm. buying a new couch, buying new chairs, you know, totally renovate this, you know, a mall right. that's closing, a store that's closing, you know, we get, our, we get donations from so such a wide variety of resources mm-hmm. um, that I don't know that other, you know, more remote areas would have the access to, the furniture, the and, quality. Yeah. Of, mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah. And that's the other thing that struck me was that in looking at the images on Facebook in particular, um, from the green chair projects, uh, social media page sure. that how attractive it is. It's yes. a beautiful store. It is. It is absolutely. And you know, that's kind of, that's kind of the hard part right now. Um, but we're working through that as well. Mm -hmm, You know, mm -hmm. the, the, the original program is, you know, the family is invited to come and they come and they get to choose, they get to walk through the showroom and it's just like rooms to go. There are, you know, there's little vignettes set up everywhere and they test the couch. They try out this couch, they sit in this chair, they, you know, they get to, um, mix and match. I like this painting. Can I have this painting with this? And absolutely you can do that, you know, and they are, you know, like Mm -hmm. for the first time having to choose, getting their choice, they're getting to choose. And that is a unbelievable, unbelievable feeling as to watch um, somebody choose, you know, something maybe for the first time, you know, somebody asked this, this young girl, um, you know, well, you know, what's your favorite color? They were standing in the bath area where all the bath baskets are. And she was like, I don't know. I, I've never been asked what my favorite color is. Oh, and you're gosh. like, oh my God, absolutely. There's, I'm going to cry. There's, there's, not, I mean, there's, there's rarely a day here that I don't cry or I don't have tears in my eyes or I don't fight mm-hmm. them back. And a friend of mine that's a school teacher, she's like, now, Ray Marie, you can't cry in front of these children because they're <laughs> going to think something's wrong, you know? And I was like, you're right. right. You're right. I said, but I, you know, when, you know, and uh, a 22 year old, you know, is, is standing there in front of you and she's been aged out of the foster care 
family. She's been, or I think she was 18, actually. She's been aged out Mm -hmm. of the foster care. And um, she thought that she was getting, that she thought that all she was going to get was a couch and a chair. And so when they Mm -hmm. moved her to the back of the area and said, now here are like, here's the dresser for your bedroom. And you can choose from these lamps. And she's like, for my bedroom, I get furniture for a round bedroom. And she was like, we're like, yes, you get to have some furniture for your bedroom. And she's like, and every foster family she, she had ever been in, they only had furniture in the front room and that she had slept on the floor for 18 years. Oh my God. So, I mean, it's just such a powerful, (laughs) powerful thing Mm -hmm. to be able to put a family or to put an individual in a bed for the first time or, you know, um, and some of them are coming out of crisis. They've been um, Mm -hmm. a domestic violence situation and Um, You know, you just don't know what the other person is going through and you just, they Mm -hmm. come here and we treat them like royalty. We, they, they have a reserved parking spot when they pull up and um, you know, there's no one else in the showroom. They are, you know, they have time to, you know, go through there and pick all of this out. So that's a, that's a really, you know, that was a really important thing for us. And that has kind of been taken away um, with COVID. And, you know, we thought, mm-hmm. we thought, well, maybe they, you know, at, at about halfway through about maybe I'll say a month ago when the beds were kind of, you know, we had, we had the bed situation down pat and the logistics people were like, we can start delivering furniture again. When are y'all ready? And we were like, really? And she was like, yes. So, you know, we started talking to families or to our agencies and we were like, what if we show y'all pictures? Do you think that they would like to, you know, if we give you like seven or eight different pictures of, you know, a vignette that we put together, do you think, you know, would they rather wait or would they like to go ahead and get their furniture? They all shopped online from our pictures. And all seven of those mm-hmm. families that we offered that first week were like, yes, we'll take that. We'll take that. We'll take that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we assumed that they'd rather come in and shop and instead they'd rather have mm-hmm. furniture, you know, and wouldn't you, right. wouldn't you rather stop sitting on the floor, you know? Yes. So, <laughs> I mean, you know, it's just kind of like, you know, you, you have to put it out there. You have to ask. And so we've mm-hmm. been able to start serving these families with full furniture again. And um, I, I think we've served 321 altogether in COVID families um, since, since March 14th. So, wow. That's one in that you adapted to that, to make it work, you know, and, and the, the families adapted yeah. and you're still able to provide. Now, let me ask you this. So no one can, not just anyone can go there and, and purchase. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it has to be through referral. Right, only. right. The, the mm-hmm. families that come to us, come to us through an agency. And there's, like I said, there's between 80 and 90 different agencies um, that refer their clients to us. So we do not deal directly with the client until they come here. Um, you know, they come until they come here for their appointment or they work through their agent, through their agency to, um, now to choose online. So (laughs) yeah, it's just awesome. And and you had said, you know, and I, I see what you're saying when to be able to be physically there with the person as they get to see it and, Oh, you touch yep. it and, yep. oh gosh, yep. this is wonderful, you know, and to be, like you explained, to be treated like ro- royalty. Yep. It, it is important to 
make every individual feel dignity you know and 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 it's go ahead Mm -hmm. they um you know this is sometimes in in part of this you know it's part of the recovery process I think um and I'm not all up on the the social um (laughs) side of this Mm -hmm. but you know, there's, there's a big piece of them having a choice, getting to choose and letting them have some um, choice in the matter because throughout the disaster or the crisis that they were in, they did not have any choice, you know? And so getting the choice and getting to move beyond that is, is a big deal in their recovery. And um, so we love to be, we love being a part of that. Mm -hmm. How, if someone wants to donate furniture, what do they need to do? Um, normally, um, you would call, um, we have a, we have a portal online that you would go online and fill out. Um, we, we ask you to send a picture of it, um, especially large pieces of furniture, um, that we go pick up. We ask you to send a picture of it. And so we look at those pictures and make sure that it's something that we can use. Mm -hmm. Um, it's not too big. I mean, most of these people are moving into an apartment or a home that's, between seven, 800, 900 square feet. So we can't have like a large sectional or, mm-hmm. you know, really oversized pieces of furniture. Mm-hmm. So that's why we ask people to send us a picture and we will pick it up and bring it to Green Chair. Um, right now, we are still trying to figure out how best to um, get that rolling again, but mm-hmm. we're working on it. <laughs> right, right. And, um, and as far as like donations of, you know, smaller items, lamps, and kitchenware. We take linens, we take comforters. We do not take pillows, but we take, um, you know, twin size comforters, queen size comforters, and, um, you know, gently used kitchen um, pots and pans and things like that. There's a list on the website of all the things that we do take. And we're going to work with, um, with getting that, you know, accepting those donations, um, you know, maybe in the next couple of weeks um but we have a also have on the website a place where you can log in and get on the list to have furniture picked up so once that we start doing that again um you'll be in the queue to having furniture picked up okay and and it needs to be light new or very gently used we like to say it would be something that you would give to your neighbor you know would would you give this to your neighbor you know would you let Mm -hmm. your neighbor you know have this if you were moving yes then absolutely we would love to have it. Okay. Well, that, I'm just, I just love this whole idea and would love to see. thank you. A a green chair project of Cumberland County. And a green chair project of, you know, so-and-so County. um, They've really set the bar and I'm thrilled for you to be a part of this. And, um, in the blog, in the accompanying blog post with the podcast today, I'll make sure to have all of the um, social media links okay. and and information to include, yep. so that folks know how to reach out to you if they're interested, um, and also um, how to apply yep. and 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 for referral purposes. Also, absolutely. So, are there any? I know, like we've been talking, you know. Uh, COVID-19 social distancing has really turned our world <laughs> upside down. It has. 
but everyone, you know, and through each phase that's coming out, we're all trying to figure out what our nor- new normal is. And um, so, but what what is on the horizon for Green Chair Project? Anything um, in particular, or y'all just taking it day at a time like the rest <laughs> of us? <laughs> well, you know, it, it was really funny, you know, when it, when we were first you know, trying to make decisions, we would make a decision in the morning and, you know, like three hours later, we were like, Ooh, that doesn't feel right. You know? Um, and just things were moving, you know, so quickly at the very beginning that we, um, have been really slow to, um, not slow. I think we have been very cautious and very careful in our, and very deliberate in our decisions. And, um, you know, some people have, you know, said, why, you know, why aren't you taking donations right now? If any one of us were to get the virus, then this place would have to shut down for 14 days. Mm-hmm. And I was like, mm-hmm. I can't have that on my conscience. <laughs> mm-hmm. I can't mm-hmm. know that there are families not getting their furniture because I decided it was more important for me to go somewhere and mm-hmm. get, expose myself. You know, I just, mm-hmm. I just couldn't mm-hmm. live with that, you know? And, mm-hmm. um, I, I just, I was like, you know, I'm, I'm doing something that's bigger than me right now. It's bigger than my family. It's bigger than, you know, it, it is my mm-hmm. community. And I, I can't, mm-hmm. I just could not put this organization going. I mean, it still could happen. I mean, any of us could, mm-hmm. could be exposed to mm-hmm. it. Um, mm-hmm. But I just was like, I, I do not want that to be on my conscience. <laughs> you know? right. I just, you know, and so um, we have been, we have been, um, looking at, you know, possibly having, um, some parking lot drop-offs, um, drive-by, you know, um, mm-hmm. drop-offs for that. We, um, we have, um, you know, just different kind of ideas that we're, we're spinning around, um, you know, maybe once a week. Um, the thing about taking all the donations is once they get inside, our volunteers are, um, who, really source all of that for us. They have, there's there, they work in what we call the green room and it's this huge room and it's huge. And we could probably have four volunteers in there. Um, but they're sorting stuff. They're all touching the same thing. They're all, you know, working together, crossing back and forth, you know, taking stuff out of boxes and putting some stuff in the kitchen area, some in the bath area, some in the knickknack area, you know, so they're kind of just like, milling around there and we just like every time we think about putting six people back there you know maybe we can put two next week you know maybe Mm -hmm. we can put two the next you know two at a time kind of thing so um those are the things we have a a a committee um that is working on that and is putting those things in place and so once we um once we finalize that plan and we've had you know different consultants come in and help us you know say um you know instruct us how to take our masks off, how to, you know, when you take your mask off, mm-hmm. don't lay it down, put it in a plastic bag, you know, just, there's just little simple mm-hmm. things that you, um, we don't know, <laughs> but we're learning. Right. Right. So. Wow. See, you don't even think about that aspect of it. Yeah. And you brought so many good points and pointers for other businesses and other organizations out there, you know, that things that they need to be considering. And I like the, you know, I'd not thought, you know, that you could infect a a person, you know, and then in turn, the whole business, um, you know, is affected. I just, you know, 
they generally will take pictures each day that they go out. They'll take a picture and send it back to us. And, you know, sometimes we can post them and sometimes we can't. But and, and we do try to post them as as much as we can, because, you know, the story that um, is out there is unbelievable. You know, and the fact mm-hmm. that that we get a chance to make a difference every every day, you know, in the mm-hmm. life of a child and a family is just mm-hmm. um, it's really just the best thing ever. <laughs> Yes. No, I think it's wonderful and, and can be completely empathetic after working my career in human services Mm -hmm. and counseling background and um, working for many years trying to support folks and without agencies and organizations like this, you know, it would be such a hard battle. And to be on the your end where you get to see that instant gratification, you know, yep. that instant um uh improvement in the quality of someone's life is priceless. It and is. so I thank you and I'm so excited oh, for you well, to be a part you. of that. Thank you. I am <laughs> I am the one that is truly blessed to be here. I tell you, it has has been a blessing for me. That's awesome. So I hope that maybe um, down the line, um, you'll come back and tell us a little bit more about what's going on um, in, in uh, green chair and, uh, and um, we'll further our conversation. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I hope, I hope to see you in core point this summer. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. That's, that's on my, my vacation plan is to, is to get some time at the river. So yes, yes. Well, we will prioritize that for sure. Okay. That sounds good. <laughs> if not there, at least maybe meet up at the Paul farm. Exactly. And, um... <laughs> yes. I love that is, that is heaven on earth right there in Washington. I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> to, to go to the art board. Yes. Yes. My aunt, who I'm going to make Penny Paul do a podcast Absolutely. eventually, yes. too. So. <laughs> you might even have to go YouTube with her because um, she's got so many beautiful things out there I to know. see. You're right. Yes. <laughs> yes. She's she's a very talented Absolutely. artist and, and potter. Yes. And, um, so we'll have to do that. Yeah. Yep. But anyway, maybe we could do make pottery for a green chair project. <gasps> oh, oh, I love that's that idea. There you go. I love that idea. <laughs> we will do it. I'm an idea person. I love it. I love it. Okay. Well, I'll put a bug, a bug in, in her ear. But anyway, well, thank you, Ray Marie, for thank joining you, me. Thank you, Allison. And I hope you have a great rest of your day. And I want to thank all of our listeners. And again, if you want to reach out to the Green Chair Project, either through volunteerism, donation, or referral, um, I will have all of that information in our blog. So thank you for listening and have a wonderful day.